Hello, my name is Riley Collins, and welcome to the Stutter Dud Podcast. Here with me today, I have Jack Quigley. Jack, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, thanks. I'm excited. First member on the guest show. Yeah, so this is a new podcast um, talking about fantasy football, especially our fantasy league called the Seacoast Fantasy Football League, I believe. And we're just going to get right into it. Um, So the first person that I really want to talk about is Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs in 2021 um, played 15 games. He had 217 rush attempts, nine touchdowns, two fumbles, 54 receptions, and no touchdowns off of his receptions. Um, on the depth chart with Josh Jacobs um, is running backs Kenyon Drake and Brandon Bolden directly behind him. Wide receiver, he is Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. Quarterback thrown to him, he is Derek Carr. And tight end is Darren Waller. Jack, how do you feel about Josh Jacobs coming into this upcoming fantasy year? So, I personally think the Raiders are a very exciting team. I think Devontae Adams coming will definitely spread out, like, the running game for them because they're going to, like, when you have options like uh, Devontae Adams and Darren Waller, uh, they're going to be trying to guard the pass instead of the run. I think it definitely depends on the new coach. I had Josh Jacobs on my team two years ago. And he is a stud. He's a great talent. But if he's used wrong, he's not going to fulfill his talent and he's not going to reach his ceiling. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I mean, I felt like Josh Jacobs would have those big games and then he was a little quieter later in the year. Um, obviously, that changes week to week. But I thought that, especially last year and the year before that with John Gruden as the head coach, he wasn't what I thought he was going to be because he was such a unique talent at Alabama, and I think he has a really unique skill set. So I think that if Josh McDaniels can figure out how to use him the right way, um, he could be a real pickup. I was thinking, I don't know, maybe fourth or fifth round. But I don't know. What do you think, Jack? I could honestly have him going late third, early to mid fourth. I think he's a great player. I just think he needs to get more consistent in the red zone. I, we see players like Jonathan Taylor strive because of their red zone touches. Yeah, definitely. And I think they need to give him the ball because he he's a once-in-a-generation talent. He's a great player. But if um, the backups are taking his touches in the red zone, I think it's going to hurt you, and you're not going to get that talent that you drafted. Yeah. But I think he's going to have a great year. I, I, I really like him as a prospect. What do you think for touchdowns this year um, with a different – uh, wide receiver class because he had nine touchdowns rushing last year. Nine. Think? I think it goes up because they're going to be on Devontae Adams heavily. He's a huge red zone target. In Green Bay, he has led wide receivers and touchdowns almost all his career. He's just a great wide receiver. So I think it goes up. But if they start giving it to Kenyon Drake, that's when we're going to see the problem. So I think around 8 to 11. That's mine. Yeah, and one more um, topic that I want to bring up is in the Josh McDaniels game, he was with the Patriots for a long time. And the, how the Patriots work is they would really spread the wealth and keep you on your toes if you're a defense. So I don't know how they're going to um, use Josh Jacobs in the red zone just because of Maybe Josh McDaniels wants to spread it out, figure some new things, and I don't know. So I'm not too huge on him this year, but I think, I don't know. I think he's a wild card. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. Kenyon Drake is a great backup, so it just makes it risky. But it's high risk, high reward. Yeah, um, and on that same team, let's talk about Hunter Renfro. Last year, he played 17 games. He had 103 receptions for 1,038 yards and nine touchdowns. Um, Jack, what do you think about Hunter Renfro with the addition of Devontae Adams, of course? So, obviously, his touches are going to go down, but he was a great wide receiver last year with the best corner on him. Now that he's going to have the second best, or maybe even third best, considering Darren Waller's a factor, yeah. I think it's a great year for him, especially if you are in PPR. I think lots of receptions for this guy, and I think he has the, like, the play or like the type of play where he can take any slant and just bring it to the end zone. I think he's a beast. I think he's going to have a great year. Yeah, I think no arguments there. I think that's exactly what I was thinking. I don't know. Maybe he'll be on the bench first week. I might slide him into the flex or the wide receiver two position if he gets his productivity up during the year. But I think I'm drafting him, I don't know, fifth or sixth round. I think he's going to be good, not great, because of all the weapons that they have. But I think Derek Carr's going to have a really good year this year. So I don't, I honestly don't know with this person again. Um, Jack, what do you think round he should go in? I'm also thinking fifth or sixth. I think you could reach for him in the fourth, but it kind of just depends on the league you're in. He's in one of the most competitive divisions in the league. It's going to be high-scoring games. The only problem is... When you're looking at Devontae Adams, he is the best wide receiver in the league. So if you're not targeting him, like, I don't even know, like, a lot of shares. Like, he's not going to get everything you want. But talent-wise, I think he's going to have a good year, and I think he's a solid player. Yeah, I think that's great insight. Let's go on to our next player, Mike Williams. He played 16 games. Uh, Mike Williams of the Chargers, that is. Played 16 games, 76 receptions. 1,146 yards and nine touchdowns. His opposing fantasy people, so the people that are going to take away from him, is Keenan Allen, of course, and Austin Eckler. Those are the two bigs that are going to take productivity away from him. But I don't know, Jack, what's your take on Mike Williams? I also like him. I do kind of like Keenan Allen. I don't, I think him and Herbert have a good connection. Last year, we saw great productivity productivity out of him because of his high upside like he has big big games when he has when he's playing well definitely and I think all of his touchdowns really help he's great on the deep threat like he he goes up he catches lots of stuff one-on-one I think he is also a great pickup because I think this Chargers offense team in general is gonna be an elite team and gonna be going for the Super Bowl yeah, I totally agree with that, too. I think that division, the AFC West, is going to be unbelievable this whole year. Best in the best, best in the whole league. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Um, Mike Williams, where do you think he should be drafted, and where do you think he'll fit into fantasy teams this year? I think anywhere from maybe like the last, the last few picks of maybe even the second to third round. I think he definitely deserves that. I don't know if his talent is where, like, he should be drafted there. I just think that that Chargers offense is really going to boost him up and make him an elite player in fantasy this year. Yeah, I mean, when you look at his stats, 76 receptions for 1,146 yards, 
That is unbelievable. I know the person in our league, he picked him up, I don't know what round, or maybe even picked him up off the waivers. But I think that was one of the biggest um, steals of the draft, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. He had a great year, and I think he really fit into that second wide receiver spot. So I think he could go third to fourth round, maybe slide into the fifth if people forget about him. But I don't know. I think that he is going to have a productive year, but not quite as good as the year that he had last year. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's talk about a player that didn't play last year. Let's talk about Michael Thomas for the New Orleans Saints. Zero games played last year, and I don't need to do the stats because he didn't play last year. But he's an absolute force when he's on the field. So where do you think he should be drafted, and where do you think that the Saints are going to use him this year? Um, Personally, Michael Thomas is one of my favorite players to watch. I had him my first year of fantasy football, and he is easily my best player. He's insanely good when it comes to PPR. He's always getting receptions. And I really like him this year because I think Jameis Winston is going to have a good year. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think Drew Brees could ever throw the deep ball. So I think we're going to see a little bit of the college version of Michael Thomas. And I think we're going to see him like going deep more. I think he's going to break out of that slant boy reputation. And I think it's going to be a great <laughs> year for him. You think slant boy's going deep? That's what you're saying? I think so. Heard it here first, folks. Um... Yeah, I think he'll be a second-round draft pick. I agree I think, with that. I think in a lot of leagues, he's going to be a sleeper and maybe even fall to the third. But if I see him past the first round, I don't see why I'm not picking him up unless there's some star talent out there. But he's a – I don't know. He's a top-five wide receiver for fantasy in my eyes just because he catches the ball so much and he's always open. He's got that lengthy um, – He's super lengthy, and I think that he's got good hands. So I don't see why he can't keep that productivity up, even though he didn't play last year. Yeah, especially the hands. Like I think in that Offensive Player of the Year run he had, I think he had zero drops the whole year on yeah, so like many targets. He is, when you look at talent in general, he is part of that one, two, three DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas. Those are your three most talented wide receivers in the game. Yeah, I think that's definitely true, especially for fantasy-wise. Mm-hmm. Next player that I want to talk about is DK Metcalf. DK is going to be thrown to by a brand-new quarterback. And last year, he had 75 receptions on 17 games played, 967 yards and 12 touchdowns. The players that are going to be competing against him is Tyler Lockett, Rashad Penny at running back, Tyler Lockett is wide receiver, and Noah Fan is tight end. Jack, how do you think that DK is going to do with a new quarterback? See, I think DK is a great athlete, great player. I just don't like Drew Locke, and I don't like him behind this Seahawks line. I think Seahawks have definitely one of the worst lines in football. I think... If you're not Russell Wilson, who can escape out of almost everything, you're just not gonna. You're not gonna do well in this system. It's it's he's set up for failure as a newer quarterback, and I think DK Metcalf is really gonna see like a downgrade because of this, not because of his talent, but because of the Seahawks and how they'll do this year. I think that's a great take, and I completely agree with you. And to be honest with you, I'm not drafting him unless it's a super late round. 
Um, I don't too. want my I don't want any part of DK Metcalf this year. Me too. Um, again, not about DK, but about what's around him on his team. I don't think I'd take anyone on the Seahawks this year, to be completely honest, unless it's like those late rounds where you're just picking a pick. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I think if I see Tyler Lockett on the waivers, I might pick him up. But besides that, I think I'm staying pretty far away from the Seahawks this year. Yep. Um. Oh yeah. What uh, rounds would you pick him in if he, you were to pick him? I don't know. I think like they're. I would probably say seventh, eighth. I don't. Wow, that's hefty. Yeah. I don't even. I I don't want him. He's one of my players to avoid. I think he's a great talent, and I think he's gonna go earlier than that because of his name. Yeah, I see him going in the fourth or fifth round. To be yeah, he's definitely gonna go there, and I think. He's kind of in the same situation. It's definitely worse, but you could say Tyreek Hill, too. You know, like one of those players, new system, new quarterback. When you're not having a great thrower throw to you, like, it's not so easy. So I think these players are just going to struggle. Yeah. Um. So the last player for this segment is going to be Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor had 17 games played last year, 332 <laughs> attempts rushing, one. 1,811 rushing yards, 18 touchdowns, 3 fumbles, 40 receptions, 360 yards catching, 2 touchdowns, and 1 fumble while catching. Um, Jack, Jonathan Taylor, Offensive Player of the Year last year. Yep. Um, do you think that he can keep up the productivity that he had last year? See, I think it will regress a little. I think we saw a ton of touchdowns out of him. But as a Colts fan, I think he is the best player in this draft. He, if he's not your number one pick, you clearly didn't check the rankings. Like, he's a fantastic talent, best running back in the league. He is great, and I think we're going to see him, his productivity in the air definitely go up. He's a great catching back, and Naheem Hines took some of that away. He wasn't even a three-down back last year, and he was the number one running back. By a lot, and I, yeah. I just, he's he's gonna have a great year. Even if it goes down, he's still gonna be that RB one. Yeah, and do you think that his, that the play call is actually gonna be a little bit different now that Matt Ryan is the quarterback? I do think so. I think that our quarterback in Carson Wentz last year, he was kind of like super shaky, so he had to throw like bad little dump offs to Taylor. Or we had to keep running it because Carson Wentz was so inconsistent. Yep. If we get Matt Ryan and he's having consistent good games and our line is going to be healthier than last year, I just think I don't know how you can stop it because the Colts have good wide receivers out there. They don't have anyone who's exceptionally good. I would say Michael Pittman is a pretty good player, but I think that... People are going to have to respect the passing game, and I don't think that happened last year. So I think Jonathan Taylor is going to go up and have a great year again. Yeah, I think he's going to have a great year. I think it's absolutely going to regress. But his red zone, um, he might be the red zone, best red zone back. Maybe, I mean, maybe Derrick Henry. But I think Jonathan Taylor's up there with the best of them. And I think his touchdowns will stay the same. But I think he's going to lose a lot of his yards because of Matt Ryan. And I think I disagree with you. If you guys couldn't tell, Jack Quigley is a Colts fan. 
But I think I disagree with you with the wide receivers. I think it's really going to be up to um, Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor to push this offense for the majority. And I know you said that, but I think their wide receivers are going to struggle a lot this year. But I think Matt Ryan's going to figure it out. I think the Colts are a great team to look for. And I think there's a bunch of players on that team where you could argue to pick up. Um, It's kind of obvious. Jack, where would you pick Jonathan Taylor in the draft? Number one. Number one. Yeah, I don't see him going past three. If he's past three, that's an issue. Um, There's a couple players that you might take over him if you're feeling good about that player. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's hurt. I don't really know who you would take above him, in my opinion. But I think some people are a little lower on him than they should. But I think one or two is a great spot for him. Yeah. Um, now we're going to move. This is a different segment. This is called the Sutter Dud segment. Pretty much what I'm going to do is I have um, ten players that I've written up. And I am going to say them to Jack. Then he's going to say if they're a stud or a dud. If they're a stud, means they're going to be a great fantasy player this year. If they're a dud, they're going to definitely not be that good. Um, this is all fantasy-wise, whether you like the player or not. Um, so let's go right into it. What do you think about Ezekiel Elliott? Stud or dud? I'm going to go dud. I just don't see him having that great of a year. Kind of out of shape. Saquon Barkley? I think stud. Damian Harris? Stud. Uh, Chargers defense? Stud. Russell Wilson? Uh, I think that's more in between, but I'm going to go stud over dud. Kyle Pitts? Dud. Debo Samuel? Mm, stud. Tyler Lockett? Dud. And minus the six-week suspension, DeAndre Hopkins? Stud. Jalen Waddle? Mm, stud. Okay, so we're going to go over a couple of these and just talk about Jack's um, picks. So Saquon Barkley, he's been, besides his rookie year, he's been super inconsistent because he's been hurt so much. What do you see about this year that's going to change that? Do you think he can stay healthy, and what do you think he's going to do this year? I think it is a make-or-break year for Saquon Barkley. And I this I when I think about this player, I think about Adrian Peterson. First few years, definitely unhealthy. Came back, had one of the best years of his life. I believe he won MVP that year after tearing his ACL like twice in a row, something like that. I think... I think that the football gods cannot deny Saquon Barkley's talent. When I'm going at talent, Saquon Barkley might be the best running back I've ever seen. I think Jonathan Taylor is obviously up there. I am a Colts fan, but Saquon Barkley, I went to Penn State game a few years back. He probably had over like 300 yards rushing in three quarters. Uh, He's a a once-in-a-generation talent, amazing player. Yeah, he's unbelievable when he's out there. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't know if he can stay healthy. This is a per- I'm a person that drafted him 10th overall last year. Um, feeling good about him. First game was pretty good, and then he got hurt. Um, he was very inconsistent for me last year, even though I still wasn't the worst player in my league. I almost was, and I think he was a big reason. So I'm going to call him a dud this year, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm not drafting him first round. If he slides me in the second or third, yeah, I'll discuss it with myself, but... I can't pick him in the first round. Um, 
Next player I want to talk about is Russell Wilson. You had him as a stud. Why would you say that? I mean, he is an unbelievable player, but why do you think he's going to thrive in this Broncos offense? I honestly really like their wide receivers. I feel like they are underappreciated. They have a good tight they have a solid tight end. <laughs> um, Jerry Judy is a great talent. Great talent. A great Alabama wide receiver. He's debatably up there with some of the best. I think Julio Jones, all of them. He is a great player and they just didn't have a good quarterback throwing to them. Like you yeah. can't you can't strive when your quarterback's Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. It's just yeah. not fair. Yeah, it isn't fair. And I think they're going to thrive. I don't know how much Jerry Judy is going to play because of his um, situation. But if he does play, I don't see him not being a pro bowler this year. Yeah. Or, as the joke goes in our league, an all-star. Um, <laughs> so I think that if he plays, Russell Wilson's going to be really good. But, yeah, there are players all the way around him. And I think that... He will be good, too. So I would draft him. I don't know. I'd draft him as one of the top ten uh, quarterbacks. He should be definitely taken in the draft, yes. no matter where he's taken. Yeah, for sure. Um, Let's talk about Kyle Pitts. Now, unfortunately, we are in a no tight end league, which I'm not a fan of. But I don't know. It, I have mixed opinions about this. Um, Why do you think that Kyle Pitts is going to be a dud? I just... I didn't even think he had that good of a year last year. I I was watching for Calvin Ridley for most of those games, and I did not see that much value in him. I think I even had Kyle Pitts. Yeah, he's on my bench. He had some good games, but he was knocking the end zone. I think he had one touchdown last year. Yeah, that, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. That is not, that's just not good for fantasy football. And his yards are good, but, like, who who who's the quarterback down there? Marcus Mariota? Like he's not like I don't see him being able to get things done with that team. I think that team's gonna be one of the worst in football. Yeah, I think I could agree with you. I don't think the Falcons have any hope for this year unless they play Jared Bernhardt. That's true. Lacrosse star. Shout out Hoopify. Shout out Hoopify. Um Um Yeah, but I think that Kyle Pitts is gonna be better than the team shows. I think that he's going to fit in nicely for that flex spot, or if you do have a tight end league, I think he's a top three, um, or obviously top five tight end to play this year. Um, I think he's going to really break out his second season. So now let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins. Suspended six games for the use of PEDs. What do you think about D-Hop, and do you think he should be drafted? Yeah, I'm definitely drafting him. I would even draft him in the 8th or ninth, maybe even late 7th. Like, you can't deny his talent. He has been one of the best wide receivers and players in fantasy football the past five years. He's been doing it with bad quarterbacks, and now we have a great quarterback in Kyler Murray throwing to him. That's a great offense when he's healthy. Great team. They're going to be Super super Bowl contenders. I don't know what's not to like about him rather than that suspension. Yeah. Um, I have been super high on D-Hop my years. I've had him for the past three seasons um, in two of my leagues. But in my league where I'm actually in a league with Jack, I've had him the past two seasons. And I've absolutely loved his production. I think he's always open, no matter if he's covered or not. 
one of some of the best hands in football. Yeah. And I don't think I can draft him in the seventh round. I think he's going to go much earlier. I think he's more of a fourth or fifth round guy just because of that suspension. But if he's playing, he's one of the best wide receivers in football. Debatably, is the best wide receiver in football. Yeah. Great player. Um, Last player in this segment, let's talk about um, Jalen Waddell. You had him as a stud. What do you think about him this year? So, I personally do not like Tua as a quarterback that much. I think Tyreek Hill is going to be going deep a lot. And I think that's really going to open up the seams and like the short passes for Jalen Waddle, who has elite speed. Yeah. Elite really speed. Yeah. And when people are going to be co- covering Tyree Kill, as deserved, Tyree Kill, fastest player in football, great, like just great wide receiver in general, Jalen Waddle will shine when he has that second best cornerback on him. He's, he's going to catch it on a little slant, something like that. And he might be gone almost like once a game. Yeah, I have him as a stud, too. I think the addition of Tyreek Hill is actually going to help his productivity as well. I do, too. Um, That happens with some players. But I think Tua's going to make a bigger step. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to be a scary offensive team this year. And I think there's a couple players on the team where I would pick in fantasy. Yeah, um, sure. Specifically Waddle and um, Hill. Okay, now let's move on to the hypothetical segment. So, Jack, hypothetically, if you were a manager of a fantasy football league, and hypothetically, after five years, you couldn't get into your fantasy football account, and then hypothetically, all the people in the league made a petition trying to dethrone you as manager and trying to start a new league, how, what would you say? And hypothetically, what would be your statement? Um, I definitely think hypothetically... I would ask for my members to remember the past five years and all the hard work I put in. But um, hypothetically, I think that's just, like, not loyal, and I'd probably leave. (laughs) Um, So hypothetically, if you did get dethroned and they made a new league and this did go through, um, would you join the new league? Would you still be a part of it, or would you say Saranara? I would definitely be a part of it. I would definitely be a part of it, and I would just win it, and then I'd, like, kind of rub it in everyone's face. (laughs) Yeah. And hypothetically, if this did happen to me, I might move. I don't know. I think it's pretty shameful. Yeah, no. I I could definitely see myself moving up to Mass, hypothetically. Yeah, hypothetically. Where the fantasy football is a little better up there anyway, so. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Okay. Um, And to finish off the show, there's one more thing I want to ask you. Who would you like to be my next guest? And what would you want me to ask them? I definitely think Joe should be the next guest. Joe Zingarello? Yep. I, I think Joe's a great fantasy football player. I think one question we could ask him is why he always chokes in playoffs. But Yeah, I've heard that, heard um, that quite a bit. I think season-wise, I want to hear his opinions on um, Tyree Hill. I also want to hear his opinions about his favorite team up in Tampa. How Tom Brady's going to do, Mike Evans, Godwin, yep. how all of them are going to do, and where he wants to draft them this year. Yeah. Um. So, actually, my next podcast is going to be after the draft, so we'll 
be going over all the players that were drafted, where they were drafted, and their opinions. But I will definitely let him know all the questions that you want me to ask him. Thank you guys so, so much for joining my first Studs or Dud podcast. Um, thank you so much, Jack Quigley, for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, have a good day, guys.